Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, March 10th. S&P futures are up about seven points. That's about 17 basis points. NASDAQ futures are up about 12 points. That's about nine basis points. Dow futures are outperforming. They're up about 113 points. That's about 35 basis points. The major European indices are trading up about 20 to 30 basis points. You are seeing some mild outperformance in certain areas of the chemical sector. Banks have a bid. Telecom, energy are all doing well. There is underperformance in industrials, basic resources, tech, and some of the travel link stocks in Europe. Uh, Asia generally finished higher across the board, although there were some pockets of underperformance. So the Shanghai comp ended mildly in the red. Um, Korea and Australia both finished lower. So uh, generally slow night as far as major news is concerned. You are seeing a reversal in treasuries after the rally yesterday. So yields are up a little bit across the board, nothing too dramatic. You do have some very important catalysts coming up with regards to treasuries. So the US CPI is at 8.30 and then you have the 10-year auction results, which are going to hit at one o'clock. Um, you know, I think part of what sparked the move yesterday was you just saw some of the anxiety around treasuries and yields going higher ease a little bit. You had um, a decent auction, although I wouldn't say decent, I would say not a disastrous auction at one o'clock, the three-year auction results yesterday. That was the first auction since the disastrous seven-year auction results that came out, um, which really sparked a lot of anxiety in Treasury. So to the extent the auctions this week, so you have 10s today and then 30s tomorrow, um, if those auctions are just you know normal, I think that will relieve some of the anxiety. Um, and then obviously CPI that was um, you know that's that's no worse than in line or even a little bit firmer than expected. I think would be a relief too. And I think you just go back to Friday after the jobs report, which was a blowout. You did not see Treasury yields finish higher on the day, just suggesting that they were a little bit oversold. So you know I chalk up yesterday to really just very oversold conditions, um, especially in tech stocks and especially in Treasuries. Um, I would fade the move that you saw yesterday in tech. Um, you know, I, I kind of broke down the growth momentum stocks into three buckets. Um, I think those latter two buckets in particular, I think should be faded. Um, and I have more details on that in the piece yesterday. Um, so just a couple of other quick items to note. The head of the Royal, uh, the head of the Reserve Bank of Australia, the RBA gave a speech overnight that was quite dovish. So you're seeing yields in Australia and New Zealand push lower as a result of that. The China inflation figures were firmer than expected. So the PPI in particular was very high, um, not really sowing a lot of inflation anxiety this morning, not getting a ton of attention beyond China. Um, but that is certainly something to keep in mind. Um, the ECB is coming up tomorrow. So about 24 hours from today, the ECB officials have been most forceful in intervening in markets rhetorically, talking about how yields um, they are watching yields very closely and would not hesitate to act to the extent they thought it was becoming an impediment to the recovery. Um, you know, a lot of anticipation, not necessarily a clear consensus to what the ECB is going to do tomorrow. Um, you know, the the current PEPP bond buying program gives them a lot of flexibility. So I don't think you need to actually formally change policy. You don't have to codify any adjustments to the framework of the PEPP. Um, Lagarde does have a lot of flexibility within the current rule set to shift the composition, the pace, as well as the duration of purchases. Um, and I think duration in particular is what investors will be watching for tomorrow with the ECB. Um, so those are kind of the bigger major macro themes. Other than that, again, it's a relatively slow night. You are going to see the House vote on the stimulus bill today. Uh, 
passage is widely expected. Biden will sign it soon thereafter. None of that should be a surprise. Everyone knew this was going to happen. Um, you are starting to see the White House already pivot to the next phase of its fiscal agenda, which is the Build Back Better plan, which is infrastructure spending. Um, you know, as, as I've been saying and writing about for a while, I think that part is going to be much more difficult than this uh, $1.9 trillion bill proved to be um, for a variety of reasons. So I think investors should be tempering their infrastructure spending um, infrastructure spending anticipation. Uh, on the COVID front, again, the news in the US remains positive. So you're continuing to see more progress on vaccinations. You continue to see lockdown restrictions get eased. Um, you had a bunch more announcements overnight. So no, nothing to really go into. You know, I, COVID really no longer dominates the the narrative in the US. Um, certainly has fallen way down um, the, the list of kind of uh, topics that investors are really preoccupied by right now. Um, and that is essentially everything as far as the macro framework is concerned. Uh, nothing too dramatic on the micro front. There was an article out of the Nikkei about how Apple is cutting iPhone orders for the first half of this year by about 20% versus what it was planning in December. That obviously should get some attention today. Um, Adidas shares are higher in Europe after it reported earnings, decent numbers. Um, otherwise, just a bunch of kind of smaller companies reporting earnings um, and then a few M&A headlines. But again, nothing too dramatic. For the Wednesday session, uh, like I said before, so you have uh, the US CPI at 830, the 10-year auction results at one o'clock. House is going to vote, and going to vote and pass the stimulus bill. Um, Biden is going to be hosting some type of a COVID event at the White House. There'll be some um, drug com vaccine company executives in attendance. I don't think this will be important at all. Um, and then on the earnings front, you have Campbell's before the open. You have Oracle after the close. You are going to have a couple of analyst meetings. So GE at 8 a.m. has its 2021 Outlook meeting. Um, keep in mind, they've already provided their guidance for 2021 back with Q4 earnings. So today, I think it's just going to be providing a little bit more color um, around uh, around their expectations for this year. Verizon has an analyst meeting tonight, 6 o'clock. Um, and that is essentially everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening.